Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy here. Not sure if you're watching via YouTube or listening via podcast, but appreciate watching the episode or listening anyways. Today we're going to look at the top 30 forwards taken in this year's 2022 NHL entry draft. Read some quotes about them, figure out for your dynasty league whether it's a forward worth taking and what the fantasy upside is in them. So we'll jump right into it. Uh... First forward off the board, first overall, Jiraj Slavkovsky, taken first by Montreal. He was the number one ranked European skater. He was listed as six foot four inches tall and 229 pounds. A little bit of a surprise there a little bit because he did move up the boards. Wright was the projected number one pick, but Slavkovsky gets him. Uh, some quotes that we've uh, found on him. Has the potential to grow into a legitimate power forward by definition with his high-end offensive skill and his ability to engage physically. You always want to hear the phrase high-end offensive skill. So he's definitely worth taking, obviously, when he's taken that high in the draft. Uh, another one was very, very special player. Incredible hands for how big he is. So special player, that's another key thing. Obviously, he's going to be taken early in Dynasty Leagues. Don't need to talk too much about that. And if you did watch the draft, uh, I watched it on TSN anyways, and uh, Pierre Maguire was high on him before he was even picked. That's who he would pick first overall. And he's a guy that's played in every role in an organization from management to coaching etc he's been an analyst on numerous stations etc so he does know his stuff so can't really go wrong there uh the hockey writers ranked his fantasy potential as offense 7 out of 10 and defense 7 out of 10 so he's going to be a well-rounded player as long as he does reach that potential of course potential's potential but the way it looks should be taken early in dynasty leagues, and he can't really go wrong with the selection. Uh, second forward off the board was Logan Cooley. He went third overall to Arizona. He was the number two ranked North American skater. He's listed as 5'10 and 174 pounds. Uh, what they say about him, Cooley's hands, playmaking, and explosive skating make him a perpetual threat as he can skate the puck into the attacking zone or pass it to an onrushing winger for a scoring chance. Uh, explosive skating, you have to be a skater, be able to skate in today's NHL for sure. Uh, I like the phrase perpetual threat. That's something that really intrigues me. Uh, some were saying he probably has the highest upside of anybody in the draft. Whether that pans out or not remains to be seen, of course. Uh, other things, there are not many weaknesses to Cooley's game, as he is as well-rounded as they come. So obviously he's expected to be a 200-foot player, can score, can do anything kind of the way they talk about him. Makes me think of somebody like Gabriel Ladiscog, whether it comes to that we'll see but the hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10 and defense 8 out of 10 so better than Slavkovsky of course potential means that's what he can do not what he's gonna do so does he reach that potential remains to be seen third one was uh well uh, falling off the draft but Shane Wright fourth to Seattle He's a number one ranked North American skater, listed as six foot one and 187 pounds. 
was projected to go first overall. Seattle's pretty happy that he did slide down to four for him. Uh, what they do say about him, highly skilled and very responsible two-way center that possesses offensive flair. One thing that stands out immediately in his game is his high-level hockey IQ and decision-making. So, uh, possesses offensive flair. I do like that because in fantasy, we're more about offense and defense for sure. Uh, high-level hockey IQ. Coaches love that. That means it's probably going to fast-track to the NHL. And that usually translate into getting more points than you'd normally get with somebody who doesn't have a high-level hockey IQ. Uh, other things they say about him, can do it all offensively, smooth skater, great in transition, and a very lethal shot. Those are all things for me when I'm drafting Dynasty players. He'd probably be my first pick if I had the first overall pick in my Dynasty draft. But, see, other players want different things. See what happens there. The hockey writers rank his fantasy potential even better than the first two off the board. Offense 8.5 out of 10 and defense 9 out of 10. Fourth forward off the board was Cutter Goche. Almost want to draft him just because his first name is Cutter. I love that name. He went fifth overall to Philadelphia. Name like Cutter and going to Philly. Hmm. Kind of almost seems like a match made there. He was the number three ranked North American skater. He listed as 6'3 and 194 pounds, so tall bugger. Uh, what they do say about him, Goche can create with a skating and skill, but his main offensive weapon is his shot. He can pick corners from distance with a powerful wrist shot. Again, all about offense there. That's good to hear. He has a very good shot. Goal scorer. In a lot of leagues, goals are weighted heavier than assists, so that's definitely somebody worth looking at, depending where you fall in the draft. Gochi is a power forward with higher-end skill than your average player of his cut. So again, things you definitely want to hear about. Would I take him ahead of the first three off the board? Probably not, but if I'm in that four spot, depending... Well, probably five or six, I'd probably have a defenseman ahead of him. But definitely somebody is who's in my top six anyways. The Hockey Writers' fantasy potential rank his offense really good at 8 out of 10 and defense 7.5 out of 10. Fifth forward off the board is Marco Kesper. He went number 8 to Detroit. He was ranked the number 5 European skater. He's listed as 6 foot 183 pounds. What they do say about him, plays a smart heads-up game that can help drive plays and create chances especially while in tight along the boards in the offensive zone. To me, that's good. He's a heads-up player, drives plays, creates chances. Those are things you want to hear. When they're talking about tight in the boards, though, that kind of makes me think third-line player, not first-line player. So that has me a little bit worried, but see how it transitions. Uh, an advanced 200-foot center who has fit in playing a regular shift in the AHL and has played well. So he is playing against men. Not everybody in this draft was, so that should strengthen his game. 200-foot player, that's good to hear, as long as it doesn't lean too far towards the defensive side. The hockey writers talk about his fantasy potential as offense 6 out of 10. Set doesn't scare me off of him, probably puts me behind other prospects. And defense 7 out of 10. Uh, sixth one off the board was Matthew Savoy, ninth to Buffalo. 
listed as the number four ranked North American skater. He's listed as five foot nine, so a smaller player, 179 pounds. What they do say about him might be the most offensively gifted center in the draft, with his speed, silky smooth hands, and premier playmaking abilities. That makes me salivate a little bit, to be honest with you. Uh, you love offensively gifted, that he has speed, he has good hands, premier playmaking abilities. Those are all things that I want to hear when I'm going into the draft. So, as I mentioned, Kesper just before, I'm going to be ranking Savoy ahead of him. Maybe even ahead of Goche, hard to say. Uh, Savoy is like a gnat in the offensive zone. He's always buzzing around, and no matter how many times you swat at him, he won't go away. You can't stop him in the offensive zone. You can only hope to contain him. What do they always talk about? Great players doesn't matter about what sport it is. It's not about stopping them, about containing them, because you know they're still going to get some. Those are things that I would definitely like to hear when I'm drafting a player. Hopefully it pans out on your fantasy roster. But, yeah, there's no reason not to like Savoy here. Uh, the hockey writers rate his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10 and defense 6 out of 10. So he's definitely weighted more towards the offensive side. Uh, seventh forward off the board was Connor Geeky. He went 11th overall to Arizona. He's listed as the number five ranked North American skater. He's listed as six foot four, 205 pounds. So he's really, really big boy there already. Uh, what they say about him, he is a dual threat, able to beat you with elite playmaking and a fantastic shot, all while possessing the high-end hockey IQ needed to effectively use these skills. So, again, they talk about his shot, they talk about his playmaking. Hockey IQ, those are definitely things that I'm looking forward for anyways. Uh, what they also say about him, Geeky can make plays and run a power play, showing good vision and finish from the perimeter. Again, first one that mentions running a power play, of course all the ones before, except for maybe Casper there, are going to be on a first or second unit power play. But... The fact that he can run a power play, that's good to hear. Uh, the hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10 and defense only 4 out of 10. So the defensive side, having it down at 4, you kind of wonder, not that there isn't players that have defensive liabilities, but wonder if that holds him back where he might be more of a longer-term project. Uh, but... Again, very offensive player. I wouldn't be scared to get him because I always draft based on offensive side of things. So I would take him. But just be forewarned that there's a chance of a bust when the defense uh, ranking is that low. Uh, eighth ranked, uh, eighth forward off the board was Frank Nazar. He went 13th overall to Chicago. A little bit of a stretch here. He was ranked number 21 along North American skaters. He's listed as 5'10 and 174 pounds. So a little bit of a reach. What did Chicago see in him? Uh, what some people wrote about him. There's little doubt Nazar is a bonafide scorer. And his speed and suburb skill will likely translate quite well to the NHL level. So that's what obviously something they've seen in him is a bonafide scorer like that. Uh, that his superb skills will likely translate to the NHL. Those are things that really 
intrigue me anyways and what I might rank him higher than other forwards. Uh, Nazar is a quality mix of speed and skill that elevates the play of his teammates whenever he's on the ice. So makes people around him better. You hear that phrase on broadcast lots, mix of speed and skill. You do like to hear that. Uh, the hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10 and defense 6.5 out of 10. Ninth forward off was Rutger McGroity. Again, I like the name Rutger, so I'd probably rank him a little bit higher just in case. But he went 14th overall to Winnipeg. He was the number 22 ranked North American skater. So now seeing a little bit of a reach, but Winnipeg obviously seen something in him. He's listed as 6 foot even and 205 pounds. So not small, like short, but not tall. Average size, but stocky. 205 pounds already. Uh... What they say about him was creativity, high hockey IQ, a heavy accurate shot, and a tremendous work ethic in his arsenal. He could be one of the most dynamic players in this draft. I love that phrase. That definitely has me thinking about him for sure. You love to hear high hockey IQ, creativity, a heavy accurate shot. You like that? Work ethic. Coaches love work ethic. Uh, blends a power game with finesse, able to take the puck to the net and finish with his soft hands. His shot is heavy and comes off of his stick quickly, making him a scoring threat on the inside as well as from the perimeter. So you like that. He's versatile. He can score from everywhere. That gives you a better chance of getting some points if you draft him in your fantasy league there. And the hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10 and defense 7 out of 10. Uh, the 10th forward off the board was Jonathan Lekarimaki. Lekarimaki, not exactly 100% sure how to say it, but he went 15th overall to Vancouver. He's the number 6th ranked European skater. He's listed as 5'11", 172 pounds. And what they say about him, he is a natural goal scorer, but his passing ability is noteworthy as well. Another part of his goal scoring excellence is his release time. So those are things. He's a goal scorer. He's working on his playmaking, or it is noteworthy anyways. And he has great release time, so he's quick to get the puck off the stick. It's not a lot of time to think in the NHL because the defenses are a lot better. So that he can do that, that's definitely something that I like to hear. He intrigues thanks to a wicked slingshot of a wrister, a zapping one-timer, and very slick mitts and tight quarters. Again, it's all talking about shots and goals. I do like to hear these things. And the Hockey Raiders rank his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10 and defense 5 out of 10. So you're definitely <laughs> big old little D, basically. He's going to get you points, and hopefully that's weighted heavy in your league. Uh, 11th forward off the board was Noah Osland. 16th overall to Buffalo, number 18th ranked European skater. He's listed as 5'11", 163 pounds. It's amazing how many of these forwards now are under 6 feet tall. Uh, like most great playmakers, Oslin knows how to create space for himself and chances for his teammates as well. So that's great. He's a playmaker, creates space for himself, chances for his teammates. That signals that he makes players around him better. Those are all things that I like to hear. Coupled with his insane hockey IQ and play anticipation, he makes anyone who plays with him an instant threat. Love to hear those things. 
probably going to get a lot more assists, obviously, than goals. So, again, goals in my Dynasty League, anyways, are weighted a little bit heavier. But it's not going to scare me off of him because he's definitely going to get his fair share of points. The Hockey Raiders rank his fantasy potential as offense 7 out of 10 and defense 7 out of 10. Number 12 forward off the board was Joachim Kemmel. He went 17th overall to Nashville. He was the number 2 ranked European skater by NHL scouting, so that's a fall for him for sure. He's uh, listed as 5'11", 176 pounds. Uh, what they say about him, as for his... As for a shot, simply put, it's hard and accurate. Whether it's a blistering wrister or a one-timer in tight, Kemmel could have one of the top three shots among the top ten prospects in this year's draft. So, that really intrigues me. Why did he slip that far? I'm probably ranking him higher just from the fact that many scouts have seen him. He is ranked number two European skater, and they're talking about offense right away. Uh, skill level that Kemmel plays with is one of natural talent. The holes in his game can be fixed or at the very least developed to become less of an issue when he's on the ice. So again, I like hearing the phrase natural talent. If he does have any shortcomings, it's teachable traits, not ones that you're born with. So that I really like to hear. The hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 7.5 out of 10 and defense 6.5 out of 10. 13th forward off the board is Liam Ogren. Taken 19th overall to Minnesota, he was the number 8th ranked European skater. He's listed as 6 foot 1, 187 pounds. What they say about him, Ogren is a dual threat offensive player who can generate offense off the rush with a refined give and go game or work into open space to make himself available for dangerous opportunities. Again, think all talking about offense, that he's dual threat offensive player. I do like hearing that. Might rank him a little bit better. What else do you say about him? If you want a fast straight line skater that plays with pace and tempo and can be equally dangerous as a shooter or playmaker, Ogren is your guy. Again, he can either pass or shoot. So that's something that I'm definitely going to look at. I'd probably 13th. That would fall into early second round in my dynasty league. So depending how deep your draft is, what your needs are, it's definitely somebody I'd look at there. Next one is number 14 is Ivan Morishnichenko, 20th overall to Washington. He's the number 11 ranked European skater. He's listed as 6 foot 1, 185 pounds. Uh, he is recovering from Hodgkin's lymphoma. There is about an 88% recovery rate. A lot of what I read on him is that he was projected to definitely be in the top 10 if it wasn't for this diagnosis. So he's a very talented player. Hopefully he does well for his recovery. It's all Washington needs is another dangerous Russian in their lineup, but good on him. And uh, this is somebody that I'll definitely take a look at him. What they said about him, his shot is quite clearly his best asset. As the puck explodes off the end of his stick with deadly accuracy regardless of which type of shot he is taking. Again, a goal scorer. I really like hearing that. I'm probably hoping that he, uh, people overlook him and I get him second round in the draft there. So I wouldn't mind getting him. Uh, he is loaded with offensive talent and poses a significant threat to the opposition when he has a puck. Again, the phrase loaded with offensive talent. Those are all things I want to hear. 
The Hockey Raiders rank his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10 and defense 5 out of 10. 15th uh, forward off the board was Nathan Gocher, listed, went 22nd overall to Anaheim, listed as the 16th ranked North American skater by NHL Scouting. Tall, big kid, six foot three, 207 pounds, so already over 200 pounds there. Uh, what they say about him, he's a big-bodied two-way center that possesses a nice scoring touch. He's a safe pick even if he lacks elite offensive upside. So for me, okay, a scoring touch, so is that going to translate? The fact that he lacks elite offensive upside probably makes him fall on my dynasty board. But again, they say he is a safe pick, so he's more than likely going to make the show. It's just what's it going to translate to for you. Uh, big two-way forward with a great scoring touch around the net. Again, they talk about a scoring touch around the net. That's goals. That makes you think, okay, not elite offensive talent like the other guy said. But for me, just that it was mentioned in one article, he probably drops down a little bit for me. But also, again, they mention he's a safe pick. The Hockey Raiders rank his fantasy potential as offense 5.5 out of 10. That scares the crap out of me, to be honest, that he's that low. And defense, 8 out of 10. So you're probably looking at more like a penalty-killing center with a little bit of offensive upside there. Uh, 16th forward taken off the board was Jimmy Snuggerud. He's went 23rd to St. Louis. Uh, ranked number 11 among North American skaters. Nice size, six foot two, 185 pounds. What they say about him? On the ice, Snuggerud is an offensive weapon who has a strong shot that he isn't afraid to use. I love that they said the phrase offensive weapon there. That's something that really intrigues me anyways. A strong shot, that's other good thing to hear. His smooth hands allow him to be good in tight areas with and create chances others couldn't. Again, that he can do things that others can't. That intrigues me. Uh, smooth hands, good and tight areas. A lot of goals are scored in tight in the NHL. The Hockey Raiders rank his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10. So right up there, I like that. And defense 7 out of 10. 17th forward off the board was Danilia Yurov. Sorry. 24th overall to Minnesota. Number 1 ranked European skater. Listed as six foot one, 179 pounds. Uh, what they say about him, he's an incredible playmaker and can identify lanes where his teammates will be, sending the puck ahead of them to create quality scoring chances thanks to his ability to read the game a few steps ahead of most players. Uh, so he's probably going to project as a playmaker assist. That's good. He'll get his points in there. I like that... Uh, He's able to read the game a few steps ahead of most players. That he can do that, that translates well in the NHL. Obviously, everybody can read the game pretty well in the NHL there, but that he's already doing that speaks volumes to how it should translate there. Uh, is a player with good two-way ability who can dish passes like crazy. Again, two-way ability so he can play defense. Does that scare me a little bit where it's a little bit too much on the defensive side? Hard to say there, but the Hockey Raiders rank his fantasy potential as offense 7 out of 10, so decent potential there if it translates, and defense 7 out of 10. Just got to take a sip of pop here as I'm yammering away.
uh, 18th forward off the board was Philip Messer. He went 26 overall to Montreal. Should mention he was a linemate of Slavkovsky's who they took first overall. He was listed as number 20 among European skaters. Listed as 5'10", 172 pounds. Uh, what they say about him, Mezzer skating isn't the only positive trait of his game. He's a sneaky, good stick handler and is quite elusive as a result. His playmaking is good and he has an underrated shot. All things that I like to hear, underrated shot, that means it's probably better than, well, obviously it is, but decent shot. His playmaking is good. He's a good stick handler and quite elusive. I like hearing those. Messer is a highly skilled, creative, offensive player who excels as a puck carrier. Again, highly skilled, creative offensively. Those are things that I like to hear. The hockey writers have his fantasy upside as offense 8.5 out of 10. We haven't seen that 8.5 mark for a while. And defense is 6.5 out of 10. The 19th forward off the board was Philip Bystead, 27th overall to San Jose, number 17th ranked European skater. He's a big boy, 6'4", 187 pounds, so he definitely has room to fill out there. Uh, what they say about him offensively, his creativity and playmaking are what stand out. He has excellent hands and the vision to see open lanes that other players can't. So the fact that he can do that given his size offensively creativity playmaking or what stand out that's good to hear uh bystead is a big two-way center that plays with a lot of power and strength in his game and and he's always seems to find his way to the hot spots on the ice again things that i like to see there is power strength in his game that scares me a little bit if it's more towards the defensive physical side where he ends up being a third-line player. But two-way center, finds hot spots on the ice. Those are things I like to hear. The hockey writers' fantasy potential, obviously they're not quite as high as him on him. They rank his uh, offensive fantasy potential as only 5.5 out of 10. So with that, he's probably dropping a bit on my board. And defense is 7 out of 10. 20th forward is Yuri Kulik, 28th overall to Buffalo, uh, number 13th ranked European skater, decent size, 6 foot even, 172 pounds. Uh, what they say about him, he always plays with a ton of energy and he has a strong motor offensively. So that I like to hear, that he has a ton of energy, so skates well, strong motor offensively, I do like that. That they did mention the word offensively, but what bugs me is he has energy and strong motor. Is that more like your energy type player where he plays on a third line trying to get a good shift but doesn't really score, just drives possession in the offensive zone? Uh, in the slot is where Yuri Kulik shines. He constantly thrives at netting open ice in the slot and keeping up passing lanes for his forwards along the boards. So those are things that I do like to hear, that he plays out in the slot, a lot of goals scored in the slot if you have an open lane there. The uh, hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 7 out of 10 and defense 7 out of 10. 21st forward off the board was Brad Lambert, 30th overall to Winnipeg, number 10 ranked European skater. 
He too is listed as six foot even, 179 pounds. Uh, what they say about him, maybe one of the most controversial picks in the first round, not because he's not a talented forward, rather his consistency has lacked over the past year. So, sounds like it's going to be a risk-reward play. Sounds like he has offensive talent, doesn't pan out. Uh, while the high-end high skill is still very much apparent, Lambert hasn't been able to put it all together. So again, for me, he's probably a later-on draft pick, but definitely somebody to keep on, because quite a few people mentioned high-end skill. Uh, what the hockey writers rank as fantasy potential is, offense 7.5 out of 10, and defense 5.5 out of 10. 22nd forward taken off is Isaac Howard, 31st overall by Tampa Bay. Number 9 ranked North American skater, so he dropped a bit there. He's listed as 5'10", 183 pounds. And uh, what they say about him, he's an offensively gifted forward, a natural scorer who is developing into an excellent playmaker as well. Those are things that I really like. Darn Tampa getting another good forward potentially there, but uh, offensively gifted, natural scorer, and developing into an excellent playmaker. So it sounds like he's broadening his game, so to speak, offensively. Uh, he's a pure goal-scoring talent on the wing that can deceive goalies with his release. But he's shown that he can be more of a playmaker early on this season, making him a multi-tooled offensive weapon. Multi-tooled offensive weapon, definitely ranking him ahead of a few others for sure. The Hockey Writers' fantasy potential, offense 9 out of 10. Uh, we haven't seen a 9 yet, so that's definitely somebody on my board. Defense 6 out of 10. 23rd forward off the board is Reed Schaefer, taken 32nd overall by Edmonton. He was ranked as the 31st ranked North American skater. Big kid, 6'3", 214 pounds. Uh, what they say about him, a big power forward that loves to shoot the puck and get to the net. Like that he likes to shoot the puck and get to the net. Would be nice that they said that he scores a lot of goals though, but... The fact that he likes to shoot, get to the net, given his size. What else they say about him? At already six foot three and 214 pounds, he has the making of being a power forward. No shit, Sherlock. Anybody that size is going to be a power forward. He has ability to finish from range, which stands out for someone his size. Now they're talking about actually finishing from range. So that has me more intrigued where it might be. The hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 7 out of 10 and defense 6 out of 10. 24th forward taken off the board was Owen Beck, 33rd overall by Montreal. He's the number 10 ranked North American skater. Uh, he's listed as 6 foot even, 190 pounds. What they say about him? Beck is a smart and agile two-way center with a high-end offensive skill set. He thanks the game at a very high pace and is able to make decisions in a split second. Again, what they say is a high-end offensive skill set. Like hearing that, he's able to make decisions in a split second. Again, the game's a lot faster than the game he's playing right now when you get to the show there. And he shows an ability to make sound decisions and skilled plays at full speed, a trait that not all draft-eligible speedsters exhibit. The fact that he's able to make plays at full speed should mean that should be able to make the show quicker than others. Again, somebody that's 
probably on my board there. The hockey writer's fantasy potential. The way some others are talking about him doesn't sound like they're quite high up on him. But they rank his offense at 6.5 out of 10. A little bit lower than I like to pick my players at. But depending how deep your draft goes, might be somebody there. And defense, 7.5 out of 10. Uh, 25th forward taken off the board was Cameron Lund. He was taken 34th overall by San Jose. He's the number 40th ranked North American skater. Big boy listed as 6 foot 2, 192 pounds. Uh, what they say about him, has a good puck possession skills and is highly creative in the offensive zone. Those are things that I want to hear. I'll have him ranked ahead of a few others. Lund is a smooth skating and versatile forward that excels with the puck on a stick. Again, anybody that excels with the puck on a stick, that's a good thing you want to hear about. Again, they're talking about highly creative in the offensive zone, etc. Uh, the hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 8 out of 10 and defense 4 out of 10. So that defense score scares me a little bit where he might be more of a longer-term project. But again, I draft based on high-end offensive skill. So I'd definitely take him. Just might take him a little bit later. Uh, 26 forward is Jaeger Furkus, 35th overall by Seattle. Uh, he was ranked number 12 among North American skaters, so he definitely fell on the draft. Has a lot to do with the size. He's 5'10", so not short, but only 154 pounds. Like, he's really scrawny right now. Definitely needs to bulk up there. Uh, what they do say about him, though, is he's an all-around offensive weapon who sets himself apart from other prospects with his goal-scoring ability. Again, offensive weapon, how small he is, that's not really going to scare me the way the game's going. And, again, just them saying a scoring ability, offensive weapon. Uh, what else they say? Undersized but highly skilled and intelligent offensive winger. Can impact the game with his shooting ability as well as his offensive vision. Those are all things that I want to hear about. Uh, might take him a while to put on muscle, but you can put on muscle. The hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as 8 out of 10 offensively and defense only 3 out of 10. Now that defensive score does scare me, but the offensive score definitely doesn't. I draft him ahead of a quite a few other players drafted ahead of him here. 27th forward off the board was Fraser Minton, 38th overall by Toronto. Uh, number 28th ranked North American skater, listed as 6 foot 185 pounds. What they say about him, Minton is a solidly built center who relies more on smarts and consistency than raw talent to be effective. So the raw talent isn't there, that's probably scaring me a little bit. Uh, has the potential to be a solid bottom six center that also kills penalties. A player that probably will not eclipse 10 goals a season, but will be out there late in the game when defending a lead. Again, if it's for the hockey team, it's a player you definitely want. They're useful. But fantasy-wise, I'm probably not touching them at all, to be honest with you. The hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 5 out of 10 and defense 7 out of 10. 28th forward off the board was Paul Lundwinski, 39th overall by Chicago. He's a 49th ranked North American skater, so jumped up in the draft for sure. He's listed as 5'11", 172 pounds. What they say, a very crafty and speedy two-way center and possesses a workhorse mentality. 
I like that they say crafty and speedy. I don't like that they say workhorse mentality because that makes me think of a third line. Definitely need them. They're valuable. Fantasy-wise, probably not. Uh, there's no doubting the skating ability. There's no doubting the effort level. However, he has yet to show a consistent ability to drive play with the puck on a skit. On a stick, sorry. So, again, probably going to make the show. He'll be a third-line player, so I'm probably staying away here. The Hockey Raiders rank his fantasy potential as offense 5.5 out of 10 and defense 7 out of 10. Uh, 29th forward is Dylan James, taken 40th overall by Detroit. 37-ranked North American skater, listed as 6 foot even, 181 pounds. Uh, what do they say about him? Scouts have been quick to note his speed and beyond. He has all the makings for a power forward with his skill set. So if he's a power forward, that means he should hopefully be able to score. Uh, definitely put him ahead of the previous couple here. Uh, James is a skilled and speedy two-way winger. His speed, creativity, and ability to control the puck at top speed set him apart as a prospect. Again, he has good puck control, probably not going to give it away. Uh, creativity they mentioned, so that sounds promising. The Hockey Raiders rank his fantasy potential as offense 6 out of 10 and defense 5 out of 10. So both, as a combined total score is only 11, 6, and 5. That scares me a little bit, to be honest with you. And the 30th forward is Julian Lutz, taken 43rd overall by Arizona. He's the number 30th ranked European skater, listed as 6 foot 2, 185 pounds, so big frame to fill out there. Uh, what they say about him, possesses plenty of offensive skill, and thanks to his intelligence and speed, he's able to keep his head up and quickly sneak around opponents. Finally, a little bit later on, because the last few have been defensive, but they're talking about offensive skill, intelligence, and speed. Those are all things. I'm probably moving him four or five spots up on my board. Uh, a big, hard, four-checking winger with good offensive skills. Again, talking about offensive skills. That's good to hear. The hockey writers rank his fantasy potential as offense 7.5 out of 10 and defense 6 out of 10. So there's the 30 forwards taken off the board. If you are watching via YouTube, remember to hit like. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss out on future videos. And if you're listening via podcast, really do hope you tag me. That way you can catch future episodes. We're always trying to help you out. We put out three episodes a week during the regular season there. And we'll be having some episodes before the start of the regular season there to get you prepped for your Yahoo drafts, etc. And uh, enjoy the rest of the fantasy offseason there, fantasy owners.